You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. NFM. right as i mentioned the pop chain records night 2023 is coming up on saturday the 28th of october in partnership with the rotary club of ghana of Accra, sorry airport at the gold coast restaurant i'll be speaking with dr ben hagan immediate past president of the Rotary Club Accra. As I mentioned, 
our Pop Chain Records Night 2023 is coming on Saturday, this Saturday, 28th, at the Gold Coast Restaurant. On the line, on by Zoom, I have Dr. Ben Hagen. He's the immediate past president of the Rotary Club of Accra Airport. Doc, you're welcome. Thank you. Not to tell you. Ah, I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. And let me salute you as a senior MOBA, huh? president of <laughs> MOBA 1968. I'm a wee MOBA 1981, but so great to have you this afternoon. Good. Right, right, right. Let's, let's get into it huh? with the, the, the old school in the background. Um, we're doing this in uh, partnership and collaboration with you, the Rot- uh, Rotary Club, uh, Gold Coast Restaurant and Cocktail Bar the Millennium Promise Alliance Cancer Support Network Foundation and the Lady Pharmacist Association. So what's the deal for this uh, fundraising uh, uh, event? Yes. Um, as you, you've rightly uh, introduced, uh, we are raising this, this funds uh, so that we can continue with our community outreach mm-hmm. on uh, breast cancer awareness and also... Um, Follow up with the with those patients uh, who need um, some some additional Medicare. Right. Uh, we we did a, a similar f- uh, fundraising music concert last year, and we used those funds to go to uh, Jumaku Enyan, Isiam district in the central region, screened over seven hundred women, and uh, we have at hand right now ten ladies that we need to follow up. Right. With, uh, mammography and uh, the follow up uh, Medicare. Okay, so okay. we're just continuing with what we have already started. Right. We're going to work on raising funds and doing breast cancer awareness and screening for the next five years. Okay. With Joy FM right. And other partners. Right. So this is the 2022 to 2026 Joint Breast Cancer Project. Yes. Right. And the key partners again, just let's uh, underscore that. Yeah. So Rotary Club of Accra Airport is partnering with Joy FM and also Gold Coast Restaurant and uh, Cocktail Bar. And uh, other partners are, as you said, Cancer Support Network um, Foundation, Millennium Promise Alliance, and then Lady uh, Pharmacists of Ghana, LAPAG. Right. We have traditional sponsors who have been always working with us since 2015. Can you imagine? David Walter Ghana Limited, Trinity Mm -hmm. Oil, and GKV Investments, uh, the manufacturers of Ava Virgin Coconut Oil. All right. Great stuff. Now, for most of my listeners, right, I started with a little intro into uh, old school. There's so much old school out there. But you've assembled a list, uh, or should I say, a DJ's, what, contest across uh, different generations representing the schools, etc. I see Lexis Bill there, right, representing Presec. I see our own Kwabuche Bile representing Infanspin. I see Siwa. Doreen Andor, representing St. Rose's and Holy Child, and then Andy Dusty, representing uh, Prempe. Uh, this is all going down at the Gold Coast on Saturday. Yes, the battle of old school DJs. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. So what should, we, what should we expect, and then how much does it cost to, to you know, take part in this? To a, ticket, a ticket goes for only 150 Ghana cities. Right. And you can, you can get it, uh, you know, fiscal tickets from uh, the front desk of Joy FM and also from Gold Coast uh, Restaurant. You can also get it uh, electronically um, with our short code star 714 star 003 star 1 hash. Can right. I go over it again? Yep. Star 714 star 003 star 1 hash. And you can also donate directly um, from your mobile phone uh, towards our course uh, with the same uh, short code. Right. Great stuff. So by paying 150 to have fun, enjoy all your oldies with all your old school mates and all that, this money will go towards the Joint Breast Cancer Project. That's what it is, yes. Okay. Well, right. Great, great, great. So, Dr. Ben uh, Hagan, what would you want to leave uh, our listeners with as we part with you and look forward to this uh, Saturday's jam? eh? For many people, when they hear Pop Chain, they're not too sure. We shifted now. The focus has shifted this time from the live band music now to the battle of the DJs. What should they expect on Saturday? Yes. And this this, uh, change of format 
it's a direct um, reaction to what our patrons have been asking for. Okay. Um, they come and have fun, uh, uninterrupted music. And this time, the format that they've requested for is um, uh, coming from uh, music coming from old school DJs right. playing um, R&B, uh, high life, and um, music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Having fun, but at the same time, helping to raise funds for this uh, great cause, very, very important cause right. of um, awareness of breast cancer and, and uh, the follow-up Medicare. Right. So everybody should, you know, make a date on Saturday. Uh, gates open at 5. The event itself sets off at 7. And uh, as we used to say in the day, Doc, is it TDB? Joy. Uh, until, until the last person is tired and walks out of the gate of Gold <laughs> Right. Until the last person is tired and walks out of Gold Coast. So you just heard uh, speaking there, Dr. Ben Hagen, immediate past president of the Rotary Club, Accra, Airport, partnering with Joy FM, Gold Coast uh, Restaurant and Cocktail Bar, and uh, many other partners. I'll repeat that as we go through the program. We're still going to be talking about radiotherapy with Dr. Na uh, Ayoko, Na Doko uh, Aite. She's a specialist, senior specialist, clinical oncologist. We're looking at radiotherapy. All your questions will take them on board. Many thanks again, uh, Dr. Hagen. And thank you very much for right. allowing us to reach our patrons. Thanks. Great stuff. Yeah, we'll do that and we'll be with you on Saturday. going to be a whopper. Yeah, join the pop chain this Saturday, 28th. These songs and many more, but right now I'm back in the studio and going to be looking at radiotherapy. Last week we did a lot on chemotherapy, more systemic dealing with cancer cells, In a systemic way. Today we're talking about radiotherapy, and I have uh, on Zoom or via Zoom Dr. Nadoko Aite. She's a senior specialist clinical oncologist with the Kolibu Teaching Hospital. At the moment, she's out, uh, should I say on duty, yeah? or on business in Madrid, but she's kindly joined us uh, via Zoom. Doc, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon, Otis. Hi, how are you doing? How are you? I'm great. Thank you very much. How are you doing? I'm doing good, though. I'm trying to play some old school. Uh, there's an effort to, uh, you know, raise funds towards breast cancer screening awareness and some, uh, should I say, initial treatment for some very, very lucky women in Ghana. So, oh, it's a good point. Right. And you yourself, I know, are planning something with regard to prostate cancer. But when you get back from Madrid, then we'll talk about that as well. Yes, yes, we'll be happy to talk to you about it. Okay. It's about time we spoke to the men as well. Right, we understand. We're ready for you. But the topic for today, we're looking at radiotherapy with regard to breast cancer treatment. Uh, it's one of the known treatment modalities. Uh, can you, you know, bring us up to speed? When we say radiotherapy, what exactly do we mean? All right, so, you know, radiation, much like, um, light waves or radio waves and um, uses high energy to tell cancer cells basically. So in the electromagnetic spectrum, there are some waves that have high energy. And what we do with radiotherapy is that we direct those waves to the area where the cancer cells are likely to be. Even after you've done surgery, you've done chemotherapy, 
there still might be some cancer cells that our eyes may not be able to see. Right. And that's what radiation does. We direct the radiation to that site to kill the cancer cells there. Okay. And also the interesting thing is that not only do the cancer cells there die, there's also a lot of evidence that shows that cancer cells outside of that thing can also die. Right. So even though the treatment is local, there's death in the rest of the body as well, cancer cells. Okay, okay. Right. Now, for many people, they are concerned when they hear about radiotherapy is about uh, untoward outcomes or side effects and so on. We'll get to that in a second. But what you're telling us is that we're targeting radio uh, waves at uh, cancer cells. How are we able to target? Because that will lead us also to the mode of, uh, should I say, uh, practice or the strategies or the uh, types of radiotherapy. But how are we able to do this? How is this done? Okay, so we are not using radio waves. No, we are using radiation. Radiation, it's sorry. Mainly um, gamma rays. Yes, yes. Radio waves are, they don't have enough energy. Okay. So we're using gamma rays, x rays, basically. Yes. And not it. So there are, there are various ways in which we deliver radiotherapy. There's a common one called external beam radiotherapy. Right. In this type of radiotherapy, the patient lies away from the radiotherapy machine. So the radiation is um, delivered by a machine. Right. And the patient is positioned away from the machine. And what we do is that we direct the rays to the site. Mm -hmm. And then um, it's delivered. So that's external beam radiotherapy. And we can give this to the whole breast. Right. If you've done surgery, remove just the breast cancer. Or we can use that for when you've done an operation to remove all of the breasts because the cancer may be more advanced. Okay. So that's one type, external radiotherapy. But you can also have what we call internal radiotherapy, also known as brachytherapy. Right. Where you actually insert some um, equipment into the breast and then the radiation is delivered over a period okay usually about five or ten days unlike the external beam that can go on for longer it can be up to five years right. but the brachytherapy is shorter and the radiation is actually in contact with the site where you are doing the treatment okay Right. Now, for most of my listeners, the first thing they'll ask listening to you, Dr. Aite, is uh, are these available in Ghana as we speak? Okay, the external beam, you say is the more common, more familiar one. And then, of course, the internal radiation or brachytherapy. Are these, uh, should I say, methods and uh, uh, treatment modalities all available in Ghana? They are all available in Ghana. Okay. And they are available in Africa, they are available in Kumasi. We like to say they are available in all the regions, but we are not there yet. We hope to get there very soon. Right. But yes, you certainly have it in Ghana. Okay. Now, also, my reading and uh, viewing suggests to me that uh, uh, it's a most likely form of uh, treatment or intervention in breast cancer, even though you may have some of the others, uh, hormonal, chemical... Uh, chemotherapy and others. Um, can you explain that to us? It, it, it seems to suggest that uh, even though you may have undergone some of the other uh, modalities, uh, some say or suggest that uh, radiotherapy is becoming or is the standard when it comes to breast cancer treatment. Yes. So, Nati, I'm sure um, in your previous discussions, you've talked about the fact that Breast cancer is a systemic disease. Right. So even though breast cancer affects the breast, there's evidence that the disease can be elsewhere in your body. It's the reason why just removing the lump is not enough, right? So we give chemotherapy as well. Right. Now, radiotherapy is an additional treatment for after you've done all of these things. What happens is that, especially when you've had um, surgery to remove only a part of the breast, mm -hmm. We know that sometimes cancer cells may be left behind. These are cancer cells that we may not even be able to see under the microscope, we call subclinical disease. Right. But we know they are there. So the radiation therapy goes to add to the other treatments you had to reduce the chances of the cancer coming back in that breast. Okay. Or if you've had mastectomy in the 
area where the breast used to be, that's your chest wall. Mm-hmm. And this is important because if we prevent the cancer from coming back within the breast or in the chest wall, we are reducing the likelihood of the cancer coming back everywhere else in the body. Okay. So that they are likely to die from cancer. So that's the benefit for radiotherapy. Okay. Folks, if you just joined me, it's 26 minutes past year of two on Joy 99.7 FM. The program is Ultimate Health, your ultimate guide to healthy living. This and every Sunday with me, Norte by Nature. I'm speaking with Dr. Nadoko Aite. She's a specialist, senior specialist, clinical oncologist with the Kolibu Teaching Hospital. And she's speaking to us via Zoom from Madrid. But we're talking about radiotherapy, right? And uh, its role in the treatment of cancer. If you have any questions, concerns, my WhatsApp is 055 11 we're live on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, today, Maryland tells me that the YouTube is a bit slow. It's been sorted now, right? Okay, Abiku's working on that. Uh, we're live on uh, Facebook and YouTube. You can share your questions and concerns to Dr. Uh, Nadoko Ayete, clinical oncologist. Earlier, we spoke to Dr. Ben Hagen of the Rotary club accra airport uh they are organizing in partnership with joy fm and a few other partners uh, i'll go over the partners the uh pop chain this saturday uh at 5 p.m gold coast uh restaurant and cocktail bar there's a pop chain featuring all your a selection of old school djs belay Lexis, uh doreen andor andy dusty and you know you've got to be there to help raise funds for breast cancer awareness screening and some initial treatment efforts as well. This is part of the 2022 to 2026 Joint Breast Cancer Project. So if you have any questions, concerns on radiotherapy, 055-11-11-997. We're live on Facebook and YouTube. So, Doc, if you're still with me, I hope so. Um, So after you have lumpectomy or mastectomy, uh, you've had uh, some of the tumor or all of it removed. You're suggesting that the next line is to make sure that we can uh, prevent the recurrence using radiotherapy. And you've talked about the two types or the two modalities. That's where we were before uh, I gave um, the summary. Um, Who is likely or at what stage would you introduce or is radiotherapy likely to be introduced for stage zero breast cancer mm-hmm. you might actually need radiotherapy as well okay. to reduce the chances of the cancer coming back yes. All right. so about half of our patients will need radiotherapy okay. as part of their treatment right okay so when it comes to the addition or the inclusion of radiotherapy, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of misinformation, there are a lot of myths, and uh, maybe, uh, should I say, almost hysteria when it comes to radiotherapy. Now, um, you mentioned uh, zero stage or, you know, uh, the non-invasive cancers or tumors that we may be talking about. Are you suggesting that with radiotherapy, if the cancer has spread, beyond the breast and breast tissue, it's still an important uh, modality. It is. So whether the, the the cancer is limited to the breast or is gone outside of the breast, radiotherapy is an important part of your treatment. Mm-hmm. So um, for the early stage, if you've done just a lumpectomy right. at the local treatment for your your breast cancer, then for a comprehensive treatment, mm-hmm. radiotherapy must be part of it. So anybody who has cancer, whatever the stage is, if you have only a part of the breast removed, mm-hmm. then for comprehensive treatment, that's um, breast conserving therapy, right. you must have radiotherapy. Okay. Then there's the other group of patients who have more advanced and so have all of the breast removed by mastectomy. Right. For those groups of patients, they also must have radiotherapy to the chest wall. The only group that they don't need radiotherapy are those who have early stage disease or have mastectomy. Right. So the disease is early, but they have all of the breast removed. Those groups of patients usually may not need radiotherapy as part of Okay. Right. Now, I know there are pros and cons and there are different uh, relative or comparative uh, advantages and maybe call them uh, disadvantages. But 
in a case where a patient has undergone chemotherapy, which we understand, we got to understand last week from uh, Drs. Aite and uh, Mark Dradosi, it's systemic. So the chemicals go everywhere in the body, right? Um, we're saying that even after chemotherapy, which is systemic and is uh, assumed to, to work throughout the body, targeting these abnormal cells and tumors, we will still require radiotherapy, which is targeted. Uh, how do we know what is left after um, chemotherapy? I know there's a lot of imaging and other uh, techniques involved, but uh, what gives you the target spots, so to speak, to address or target with the radiotherapy? So, um, you, you really don't need any special investigation okay. after you've received the initial treatment to decide if the patient needs radiotherapy or not. In fact, at the time we make the diagnosis, when we decide what stage your cancer is, the decision for your for the need for radiotherapy is made then, depending on the type of surgery you would have. So we don't need to do any special test to decide that this patient needs radiotherapy or not. Okay. The decision is made when we know what stage of disease you have okay. and the type of surgery you would have. Yes. Right. Okay. Right. If you just joined us, it's 33 minutes past year of two on Joy 99.7 FM. The program is Ultimate Health, your ultimate guide to healthy living with me, Naughty by Nature. We're talking about breast cancer treatment. We've dedicated the whole month of October. We've gone pink, so to speak, uh, to breast cancer. Today, we're looking at treatment modalities and we're focusing or zooming in on radiotherapy with a clinical uh, senior specialist clinical oncologist, Dr. Na Adoko uh, Aite. If you have any questions, concerns, WhatsApp is 055-1111-997. We're live on Facebook and YouTube and uh, the phone line 0302-216-541. We'll move forward and address some of the myths and misconceptions uh, and a few other things about the basic procedure what to expect my reading my viewing suggests that uh, it is painless i was a bit surprised when i found that out huh? uh, i also read some stuff which suggests that uh, typically radiotherapy would not cause hair loss uh, Dr. Aite will handle some of those things as we move ahead. Remember WhatsApp 055-1111-997. We're live on Facebook and YouTube. And the phone line 030-221-6541. Joy 99.7 FM. Right, Dr. Aite. So coming back, um, again, uh, targeted uh, radiotherapy. I understand now technology is so far advanced that it can be pinpoint almost bullseye, if not bullseye, with regard to the regions or the areas of tissue that have to receive uh, the um, the uh, radiotherapy or the, the waves uh, involved. Uh, can you explain that to my listeners? Because many people want to understand, yeah. well, how do you protect areas which are okay? And how do you prevent collateral damage to cells that are normal and uh, not cancerous? Okay, so I'm, I'm excited you've asked this question. Let, let me um, say something about the, the different ways in which cancer cells and normal cells behave. Okay. It's this difference that we take advantage of for radiotherapy. So for the cancer cells, the abnormal cells, mm -hmm. the most important thing for them is growing, right? So multiplying in number. They usually are not interested in making sure that the, the new cells that are produced are healthy, healthy in food, right. right? So all they're interested in is growing. For normal cells, however, it's important for the normal cell that if there's any abnormality within the cell, that it is corrected. Mm -hmm. Now, when we give radiation to um, cells, it causes damage in the DNA. Now, this damage that is caused in a normal cell the cell will stop growing right. and make corrections to that damage. Okay. Once the correction is made, then the cell will allow, the body will allow the cell to go through and then divide some more. Okay. When it comes to cancer cells, that's wasting time to make the correction. Mm -hmm. They don't do. Okay. So the damage that the radiation causes, actually in the end, causes the cell to die because the damage is not corrected. Okay. 
Right. So even if there are side effects to radiotherapy, often the normal cells will recover. Okay. But the abnormal cells will not. Right. Now these days we actually use what we call three-dimensional um three-dimensional conformal radiotherapy. Right. What happens is that the area where we need to treat, whether it's the breast or the chest wall, we take CT scans of the area. Mm-hmm. And then using a machine called the children planning system, we actually isolate the areas. So if it's the best, we isolate the best by drawing samples around the breast. Okay. Once we've done that, then a physicist will come up with a plan by directing the radiation waves to the area where we want to treat. In fact, these days, there's also what we call IMRT, where you tell a machine what you want it to do. Right. And it's available in Accra. Mm-hmm. And the machine will come up with a plan mm-hmm. that ensures that only the area we want to target is treated. Right. The surrounding areas, the machine or the citizen makes a conscious effort to avoid those areas. Okay. Plus, there are guidelines to the maximum and the minimum that the areas around it should receive. Okay. And these are strictly adhered to, to make sure that there are no side effects, or there will be there are very few side effects. Okay, okay. Right. So advanced uh, therapy, advanced science ensures that, uh, should I say, the optimum dose and the minimal, uh, should I say, uh, side effects or negative outcomes uh, ensue. So you're safe. And all of this, uh, folks listening to me, is available here in our country and we have the specialists maybe later i'll ask uh, how many of them there are but we have the specialists to administer this form of treatment radiotherapy to you uh, effectively and safely if you have any questions concerns whatsapp is 055 uh, my phone line is active Abek, do, I, do i have anything on whatsapp if i can just screen uh, shift from the um, zoom screen and have a look and read out a couple of those. Okie dokie. People are in business already. Uh, this one says, good afternoon, Naughty. Please, we all know that the services rendered by Kolebu Hospital is relatively cheaper and breast cancer is synonymous with mammogram. But it is alleged that mammogram machines at the hospital are not functioning. Is it possible to verify this for us? This is from Efua Inosu. I hope uh, Doc can hear me and note down these questions as I read through them. Um, let me see. Uh, which is... Okay. These are not with me. Abeku, can we... Please, is radiotherapy more effective than chemotherapy? Uh, in terms of comprehensive treatment, how affordable is it to ordinary patients? All right, uh, no name there, but we'll address that. This one says, Good afternoon, Norte. How are you and doctor? Please, apart from cancer cells that we want to be eliminated from the body of the person using radiotherapy, how do other cells that destroy our uh, how do other cells that are destroyed by action come back to life again? Hey, Ford in Bato, I hope you're, you're recovering from the flood you mentioned, uh, your, or the flood uh, impact you mentioned last week. Uh, Dr. Uh, IAT has addressed that. The normal cells will uh, rejuvenate, and the abnormal cells are unable to survive what the uh, radiotherapy does to them, so that it's how they rejuvenate and restore. All right, so that answers that. Uh, this one says, hello, Doc. I lost my sister to breast cancer in 2022. She had her left breast uh, removed or taken off, and she was told that every cancer cell was taken out. Only a few years after the surgery, she had to undergo another surgery. She was going for monthly chemo and checkups, but she wasn't told the cell had spread across her system, which got to a point that nothing could be done. This is a worry because my granny passed through cancer and my auntie and my sister. What can I do apart from the regular checks to avoid getting this, uh, getting it? This is from Mausi in uh, Pokwasi. I think Abeko, I've read all. Yep. Um, Doc Aite, can we address some of these things? The first one was about mammogram not working in Kolebu. Uh, are you able to give us an update on that? 
Unfortunately, I'm not noting. Okay. Um, I can't say for sure. Right. But if it's not working, I'm sure uh, they're working on it. Okie dokie. Uh, Hayford wanted some uh, re-clarification about uh, healthy cells rejuvenating and restoring themselves after radiotherapy. I think you explained that earlier. Yes, that we spoke about, yes. The, the damage for the cancer cells, um, those are not repaired. Okay. And so they would die, but the normal normal cells would recover. Okay. I have a question asking comparatively, which is more effective? Uh, I think it's Pasolo from Doma, Ahinkro. Uh, radiotherapy yes. or chemotherapy? People want a comparative, uh, shall I say, analysis. Yes. Unfortunately, uh, we don't get to do that. Mm. Um, it's not one or the other. Okay. It's usually the two together. Right. Yes. So the, the chemotherapy is systemic. It goes around the body to kill all the cancer cells that may have spread. Mm -hmm. And the radiotherapy is more localized treatment to add on to the surgery okay. for the cells that um, are subclinical that we, we may never find, even if we look at it's under the microscope. Okie dokie. Right. Thank you, Doc. And then there was a lady, I believe a lady, sharing uh, the experience of her sister. She sadly lost her sister, right? She uh, yes. lost her in 2022, but she'd already had left breast taken off and was told uh, or given feedback uh, that uh, every cancer cell had been taken out in the mastectomy. Only a few years after the surgery, she had to undergo yet another surgery after that, she was going for monthly chemo and checkups, but wasn't told from this uh, sister's, from Mousy's report, that the cells had spread across her system to a point where nothing much could be done. Uh, she said this is a worry to her, Mousy, who is sharing this, because she lost her grandmother and an aunt and a sister. Currently, she does her regular checks. What else should she be doing? Okay. So there are actually two parts of Mausi's um, question. Right. Right. The, the first one is in relation to her sister and the cancer progressing even after she had had a treatment. Right. So one of the reasons why we say let's find your cancer early mm -hmm. is because in a population of small cancer cells, the inherent differences within the, the cells are few. Right so that the treatment we give is most likely to deal with the cancer completely. Okay. If you have a bigger cancer, cancer that is more than five centimeters, right. there, there are different clones of cells in there, which means that you need multiple things to deal with all of these different cancer cells, okay. right? Right. The other thing you need to understand is that we don't have... Um, tests that are comprehensive enough to find every single small cell right. that is abnormal. Okay. And also the truth is that even if you have one abnormal cell left in the body mm -hmm. and it can take up to 20 years, 30 years, given the right conditions, that one cell mm -hmm. will be able to go back into a cancer. It's the reason why even when we finish treating you for cancer, we never let you go away completely. We continue to follow you up. So there's always a small probability that the cancer can come back. Right. So for um, a sister, yeah. it just could have meant that the cancer was big. Mm -hmm. And so even though all of the treatment was given, a few of the cells survived and right. over time they grew back. I'm so sorry that she lost her. Um, but there's a lot that she can do for herself. Right. She's spoken up about multiple relatives and first degree relatives mm -hmm. haven't had breast cancer. That means she is at risk of having breast cancer. Okay. Her daughters will be at risk of having breast cancer as well. Right. So for her, there may be some genetic reason for for the cancer. Okay. And there are tests that we can do to find out if she has that genetic abnormality. Okay. Right. So the other thing yeah. that she can do is regular mammogram mm -hmm. so that we can find her cancer early and intervene quickly okay at a point where it's small but oh. there's also some other things that can be done and i'm sure most of you have heard about the angelina jolie effect yeah where people who have genetic predisposition to cancer 
can actually prevent the cancer from coming by removing the breast. Right. Even at the time when there's no cancer. Um, so that is also an option. It reduces the risk um, quite a bit, but it's not mm. completely removed because there are other cancers that can arise because of that genetic abnormality as well. Right. But that- so she should regularly do her mammogram. Right. See her doctor if it's possible for the test. Hmm. And then um, we'll take it from there. Right. 47 minutes past year or two on Joy 99.7 FM. Uh, Ultimate Health. We're talking about radiotherapy with Dr. Nadoko uh, Aite, uh, Senior Specialist, Clinical Oncologist with the Kolibu Teaching Hospital. Uh, just responding to some of the WhatsApp messages, if you have any. The uh, WhatsApp is 055-11-11-997. Phone line 030-221-6541. We're live on Facebook. Uh, for those who are having problems, Facebook and YouTube have been restored. The day in Maryland, I hope that uh, sorts you out. Um, but Doc Aite, you will agree with me that the Angelina Jolie example uh, is a rather extreme one. Eh? She's quite loaded. But she t- chose she chose based on family history and the genetics of it to have both breasts removed, even though she didn't have cancer. And uh, life has continued for her, uh, should I say, on a high profile. But uh, for the average woman, uh, that's a bit of an extreme um, leap of faith. But I understand why you put it that in there for Mousy. Let's look again at the... Um, Okay, I have a phone, uh, caller on the phone line. We'll look at some of the risks, factors, and then some of the uh, side effects of radiotherapy. I have a caller. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Naughty. Right, good afternoon. Who am I speaking to? Uh, Claude, I'm calling from Tema. Claude from Tema. You're most welcome. Share with us. Yes, Naughty, I want to know. They always say it's uh, genetic. But is there the possibility that exposure to certain chemicals uh, these days, we have a lot of uh, exposure to chemicals in food, uh, paint, uh, makeup, and things. Over a long period, can they trigger cancer? Okay, good question. Claude wants to know, um, apart from these genetic or familial uh, indicators and, uh, should I say, uh, antecedents, can you be exposed to chemicals or other things through food, uh, etc., that could cause breast cancer, Dr. Aite? Right, so um, in fact, when it comes to genetics, only 10 to 15% of patients with breast cancer actually have a genetic predisposition. For majority of our, our cancer patients, they are sporadic. They may not have any family history at all, right? Um, but the, the important risk factors are being a female, okay, okay yeah, growing, so age, um. Age, being, age, being yes. female, your, right? Your sex. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, your reproductive history. So being nulliparous, not having a child at all. If you haven't had a child, your risk. Right. Having, you have increased risk, yes. Okay. If you have your first child at an older age, about age 35, right. you have increased risk as well. Okay. Um, being obese. Mm-hmm. It's a risk factor, not exercising. It's a risk factor. Okay. When it comes to chemicals, um, we don't have any, well, maybe the carcinogens from cigarette smoking and alcohol. Right. They put you at risk of developing um, breast cancer. But um, currently, we don't have any evidence of chemicals in makeup or any of the things that Claude mentioned that puts you at risk of developing breast cancer specifically. Maybe other cancers, but not breast cancer. Okay, great stuff. All right, we have about 10 minutes to go. I'm trying to squeeze all the juice from Dr. Aite before I let her go. Uh, She's joining us via Zoom from Madrid uh, in Spain. Doc, uh, are there any risks? And then can we talk about side effects of chemotherapy? I know there are lots of benefits that you've already, uh, should I say, alluded to, but let's talk about risks and side effects. Yes, of radiotherapy. Yes. So, um, Norte, radiotherapy is usually delivered in daily doses. Okay. Over a period of between three to five weeks. In the beginning of radiotherapy, everybody had radiotherapy for five weeks. So you came to the hospital every Monday to Friday, and then you did that five consecutive weeks. These days, we found other ways of delivering the radiotherapy over a shorter time. Okay. So some people receive it over three weeks. And in fact, there are even um, ways of 
giving you the radiotherapy within just one week. Okay. So it doesn't take too much time. So time is one of the the problems with radiotherapy, but it doesn't take long. Mm-hmm. The treatment itself will take maybe 15, 20 minutes. You get to the hospital, you are positioned, you receive the radiation, and you go. You can't actually even go to work after that. Okay. But it does have a few side effects. Right. And the side effects can be moved into two. There's the acute one, which happens while you are receiving the treatment and up to six months after the treatment. Okay. And then you can have the corner. So the acute one, one of the commonest things that patients complain about Joy. is tiredness, fatigue. Fatigue, right. Yes. So as part of the radiotherapy, patients complain that they feel like they are tired or the muscle feels a bit weak. We know that can happen. And in fact, the way to counteract that is to do a bit of exercise. Okay. That actually improves the fatigue. Then while you are receiving the radiotherapy as well, the area where we are treating can develop some ulceration. The radiotherapy itself is not painful. When you deliver it, no pain at all. It's like doing a CT scan. Okay. But over time, because um, the DNA in the cells are being damaged, Mm -hmm. the cells can become um, ulcerated. The skin can become ulcerated, right? What we call disformation. Okay. And it can be dry or it can be moist. So, but it's superficial and right. heals quickly. Right. So often a doctor will give you a break from the treatment. Okay. You recover and then you resume the treatment. Okay. Can we cluster then all when, these all right. these under skin irritation or reactions of the skin at the site of delivery? Yes. Okay. Correct. You all can right. say that. Okay. Right. Then you can have um, some side effects much later. Mm-hmm. What we call the chronic side effects. Mm. And that includes um, changes in the skin of the breast or the the chest wall. Okay. So the skin may become a little thicker or a little heavier. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the skin may become darker or lighter. So hypopigmented or hyperpigmented. Right. Then the root which lies immediately behind the breast Mm -hmm. can also receive radiotherapy and become a little brittle. Right. Compared to the size that has not received any um, radiotherapy at all. So those are some of the side effects that you may have to look out for okay. um, when you receive radiotherapy. Right. All of them are, are treatable, though I must say. Okay. Uh, Dede was asking, you seem to mention the possibility, uh, you know, uh, of the uh, person with a family history having her daughters have cancer as well. But she says she left out sons if uh, we know that men can also have uh, breast cancer. Yeah, actually men can. It's just that the, the likelihood is much much lower than right. women. If you took 100 people with breast cancer, 99 of them will be women. Only 1% will be Okay. Yeah, right. So yes, the the sons are at risk as well, but the the daughters more than the sons. Okay. Right. Great. Now, I mean, I I I I'm I'm a bit uh, should I say cautious to ask this, but many people look towards cure, and they very rarely hear this word applied in association with cancer or breast cancer. Uh, with the effectiveness of radiotherapy and all that we hear, uh, you know, um, are we able to talk of cure in some instances? And if we are, why do we get these recurrences that surprise people, especially for, uh, gleaning from the example Mousy shared from her family? Not it. When it comes to cancer, it's and cure, well... And, and so, so the aim of our treatment, right, mm-hmm. is to make sure that for the rest of your life, the cancer doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. Yes, or or that you may die from a competing risk. So, right. um, something else may be the cause of your death. Okay. At the time, if you pass without any cancer, you you have been cured. Mm-hmm. But because there's always a probability mm-hmm. that even one cell has the ability to grow back, we we hesitate to say that you are cured. Right. We'll probably say that um, it appears all the cancer is gone. Mm-hmm. 
but we'll never tell you to go home and and never come back to see us. Okay. The way we do for malaria, for example, mm. we cannot do that for cancer. And especially if the cancer is um, advanced at the time we see you. Right. And unfortunately, not say, majority of our patients come to us with locally advanced disease. Those who come early, a, a lot of the time, we see them for the first five years, they are doing well, we say, oh, uh, once in a while, come and show yourselves to us. Right. But if you have advanced disease, we cannot say that to you. Okay. So, so we are we are we are cautiously hopeful. Uh, we can eliminate most yeah. of the abnormal cells, but um, to actually uh, put that word cure on things, we'd rather remain cautiously vigilant. All right. Right now, this five-year uh, span—it seems to be such an important indicator. Five-year survival. Can you explain that to my listeners? Even though we've got a few minutes, only a few minutes left. Eh? When we say five-year survival um, of you know that five-year mark, what's the big deal about the five years? Doesn't it sound a bit scary that I've undergone treatment, but I, I have this five-year thing hanging over my head? Right. So, um, not it. Cancer after treatment, the first three years right. up to about five years, mm-hmm. that's the time when the, the person is most vulnerable for the cancer to recur. Right. And so the five-year mark is very important to us. Mm-hmm. If your cancer doesn't recur within the first five years after your treatment, okay, it's unlikely to come back. Can you say that again slowly, though? And no, say say that again. I like it, but say it again. Yes. Yeah, so I'm saying that within the first three to five years post-treatment, yep. that's the most likely time that your cancer is going to recur. Okay. So often when you've gone past the five-year mark, the cancer is most unlikely to come back. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's unlikely. So five years is very, it is unlikely to come back. Okay. So the five-year mark is very important to us. Okay. It also helps us to estimate the likelihood that your cancer may come back. So for very early stage disease, stage one and stage two. Right. At five years, more than 90% of the patients will still be alive without the cancer having come back. Okay. But if you have more advanced disease, stage three and stage four, at five years, mm-hmm. you have only about fifty percent of the patients alive. Okay, so uh-huh. so that's the other benefit of looking at the five-year mark. Right, it gives us a sense of uh, uh, prognosis or outlook, and um, right, the earlier you come, the better and more positive the outlook. That is true, Okie dokie. Folks, we're wrapping up with Dr. IT. I've got uh, Didi. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. 